Nerd School is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Now offering video visits so you can take control of your orthopedic care from the comfort of your home. Schedule online at orthocarolina.com. Ortho Carolina, you improve. Hey, fellows. It's the first night of the another season. Nerds roll. Nerds roll. Oh, my glasses hey. are broken. My pocket is protected. Surprise. I'm a super nerd. I am a super nerd. The Nerd School Podcast. Starring Andy. I uh, am a former um, entertainment journalist. The Star Spangled Man with a plan. <laughs> TBJ. Welcome. Congratulations. You did dirt. Ta-da. I'm <laughs> I am what I like to call a surprise nerd. Art star. I am not an incel. Dark star. He's the nerd Gotham City deserves. And uh, yours truly. <laughs> call me Joe. <laughs> Joe Bird. Who's banging on the phone and then jumped over here was like, hey, still in that low voice. <laughs> I don't, I would, I, that's not even my, my um, MO. I would never change my voice because then that person would always want me to talk like that. That would get, you know, Tired. No, that's that phone though. Everyone has a phone voice. Like during the day, you're like blah 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 blah, and that you're like, "Hey, how you doing?" My my voice, my my voice changes no matter. Like you guys can like when I get excited, my voice gets a little higher. So just that's why. <laughs> this is who he is. Smooth jazz yeah. radio one hundred and one with Arch. I'm not. I'm, I'm not Curtis Davenport though. So. <laughs> Nobody's Curtis Davenport. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that boo thangin' was a verb. I don't really know if it's an official verb, but it's a verb for me. Yeah, that's okay. You can say whatever. <laughs> DJ, I didn't know kikiing was a verb either. Yeah. Kikiing is a verb. That is not me. That's the culture. When you're right. kikiing. You yeah, having a little kiki. kiki Palmer? No, not kiki Palmer. So Sometimes you're kicking back and having a little kiki, or you're just kikiing with your homie, or with your friends, or with your girl. Mm. Okay, so it's not a kikiing with some girl. It doesn't. Okay. No, you could be. We could be kikiing with anybody. All right. Good to know. <laughs> As Andy asked, <laughs> <laughs> special. He'll be like, oh, man, I was kikiing with them last night on the podcast. Kikiing, right? Uh, are we kikiing right now? We are kikiing right now. Uh oh. <laughs> I didn't know that I've kikied before, but apparently I've kikied. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta figure out how to spell it if you're gonna put it in the. the I'm ke- I'm kicking all over myself right now. Oh lord! Leave it to Joe to take it there. How do yeah. you spell it? Is it K E K E or K E E? I don't know the official Urban Dictionary spelling. You know, sometimes when you throw the slang, there's no there's no um <coughs> spelling sheet that comes with it. I only know how to spell. Scholars to figure out later. <laughs> it's as long as you understand. What the other person is trying to say, like, oh, I get it. Right. Yeah, I guess in context, you can guess. Do you anything. guys understand the biggest thing to uh, this this last couple of days is uh, the assignment? Are you guys paying attention to that? People who paid attention to the assignment, and it's been going around with a lot of actors. Like, this is it's like Will Smith knew the assignment. Chadwick Boseman knew the assignment. Like knew what the like they did a good job. Yeah, they doing. came to do the job and they did the damn thing mm-hmm. repeatedly. 
Rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, well, we'll so hear from him again. And yeah, um, what good. if? Yeah, he's going to be uh, in the what if animated series. It's going to be like, what if, I guess, Black Panther became, I think, Tony Stark. Really? I believe it was Tony Stark. So he yeah. already he had already recorded his voice for that? Yeah. He had a few projects already in the can before the end. It's still not real to me that he passed away. You know what I mean? Like, I. Hmm. I feel like nothing's real until this pandemic's over. Well, we've gotten to also see him in movies since, like yeah, with Ma yeah. Rainey's Black Bottom. What is that? Twenty One Bridges. All these things came out after, so it's still to us like. And then he just won an award for it, so our brains yeah. are still like, we're still seeing him show up on our screens in some way. Yeah. So that's also hard to grasp because he's still showing up for us. So, so he was. Gosh, when did he pass away? When was it? Was it in the? It was in the pandemic, right? Or before it? Yeah, it was during the pandemic. But at some point, it wasn't. I don't remember when. It wasn't COVID, though. No, he had cancer. Cancer. Yeah. Yeah. He'd been battling cancer through most of those last few movies. I think it's so much harder to believe for somebody who's portrayed as so tough. Like he's such a Mm -hmm. badass as Black Panther, you can't, you can't fathom that anything would like he would die of cancer. Like he's not Right. right frail or old or yeah so it's like what not that yeah. not that everybody that dies of cancer is frail and old but it's just like it's so much harder when somebody's a hero but he had gotten frail and old i remember he did yeah. a um tv spot for a charity where he had gotten really frail and you know the internet is cruel yeah. so instead of like oh, yes. having empathy Everyone just kept coming up with speculations that yes. were kind of cruel and mean yes. um, to him. And it was something he cared about. So he's making a statement because it's something he cared about. Yeah. Um, and so a lot of people, you know, admitted on the end they felt horrible. And I was like, and this is why we don't talk shit. We don't know what's happening to people sometimes. And this is Tom Cruise. Feel free to talk all this shit about Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's no going, regards. Yeah, yeah. No Everybody's regards. going through shit you don't know about. Yeah, generally. Yeah, I forgot all about that. Now that you mentioned, now I remember all that. Well, yeah. Uh, you know what? Uh, I just thought of uh, what might be a good role for Tom Cruise if he will ever to be in the w, uh, MCU. WCW. Is, uh, Hyperion of the Squadron Supreme. Mm-hmm. Which is basically uh, an alternate reality story where Marvel created, like, basically their alternate reality versions of the, of the Justice League, and put them in a world where they decided uh, they were so powerful they decided to just take over for the good of everybody. And it was a, a like a big story about why that was not a good idea. But Hyperion is basically the Superman of that, so mm-hmm. I can see him being. That kind of guy. So is that like a Bizarro? Not Bizarro world, but like kind of like a Bizarro world because it's Marvel. I mean, yeah. There's like they're all like pretty much one to one allegories and, of. And they uh, were. Did the they get Justice sued League. for that? Are they allowed to do that? No, I mean, it, there's there's so much. Uh, the same creators created around. so much of DC yeah. and Marvel. There's so oh, much. Yeah. I guess there would be uh, feeding into each other. Uh, you know, Thanos and Darksiders are so incredibly similar. Um, 
there's yeah there's a and we've I already mean, talked about the Slade and the Wade Wilson. Yeah, wrong one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they, they didn't use the names. Uh, they, you know, they created different thing, but they, you know, he got a big yellow cape one and a second. big uh, yellow belt kind of thing. Wait, Slade. But you kind of tell what they were doing. Slade and Wade Wilson is the one you talked about yeah. where, when they created Deadpool, he was just like dark side. Deathstroke. 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 And Slade is dark Deathstroke, and Wade Wilson is Deadpool. Correct. Boom! I learned something. I paid attention to you guys. Yep. Uh, and we'll, we won't hold it against you that you uh, fudge the, the basic part of it is knowing Deathstroke's name. <laughs> ah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do? Paddle me? What kind of nerd school is this? Is it like an elementary school or is it like a college? Is it like a community college? You're you're pretty much junior high mentality. So hey. I think we'll I'm back. What did you just dish Joe for? Uh, he just asked what level of school we're at. Are we in high school or elementary school? And I figured he was pretty much a junior high mentality. So yeah, but we'll go with that. But I thought it was more like community college because I can tell Andy to fuck off and there's no consequences. <laughs> I feel like too. there are so some middle school still like rolling around like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're still out there. Mm-hmm. Joe and Andy in the morning. <laughs> Troy, <laughs> Troy and Abed in the morning. Oh, I, I could go get my uh, Troy and Abed in the morning mug, but yeah, I'm using my <laughs> mug right now. I say, why would you have a Troy and Abed in the morning mug? I do. And why would you be using that all the time? Because <laughs> this is nerd school, and I'm using Modoc mug right He's now. He's got to have yeah. variety. And this when is a bigger mug. Out with... can fit more water in it. When is that show ever coming out? Isn't that supposed to be like out soon? I think it's sometime uh, this year. What show? There's an animated uh, adult comedy Modoc cartoon series coming out with Patton <laughs> Oswalt as Modoc. Wow. Joe, I like how you ask, but then when he starts to answer, you're like, oh, that's a lot of info. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah. They're like, it's, it's just too much to comprehend. Well, but you lot, ask the question. I know a lot just of times. Just give me the cliff notes, Andy. Just <laughs> give me the cliff notes. <laughs> There's a lot or of times. Get Joe used to not asking questions if he's not prepared to hear the answer. <laughs> There's a lot of times I regret asking the question. Almost, almost at the end of the question, I I'm already regretting the answer just when I see his face. And, like, and and then I, I usually ask it because I I want it to be a certain answer, and then I see Andy's face preparing for a long diatribe. I'm like, oh, it's not going to be the answer I want. It's going to be something stupid that it's going to take 20 minutes. It's not going to be stupid. It's not going to be the answer you want because you're still learning. So it's not going to be a quick and easy answer, Joe. Well, I thought you were talking about community. So I thought there was going to be a community cartoon. And when you yeah. said Modoc, I was like, oh. That would be great if there was. Yeah. That would be funny. Because I got fooled. Uh, well, didn't, they, didn't they have like an animated episode? They did. Yeah. And, and it was like all based about G.I. Awesome. Joe. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. But a few months ago, Art, I got, I got duped by the... Somebody spliced together a, a fake trailer for the community movie, and they <laughs> use like clips from community, and then they use clips from everybody else's solo projects, and made it sound like, oh, finally, seven seasons in a movie. Here's the movie, and I was like, oh my god, they're doing it. It's really it. <laughs> and then it didn't dawn yeah. on me that the story was stupid and it didn't make any sense. <laughs> uh, you were just I so excited. Them. Yeah, yeah. I like. I, I, really I hate those. 
it's like it's one of those things like I, I I wish if I'm seeing something like that, it automatically lets me know that it's fan made. Like yeah. recently I've watched like a couple of trailers. I'm like, wait, this looks then they, they you see a clip from something you've already seen. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, yeah. I watched two and a half minutes of this. And <laughs> right. It's like it's not even a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't even say for, like it was like had like the let's say if it was Warner Brothers or whatever, it literally had like the copyright in a movie house. And I'm thinking yeah. like, ah, this is the thing, but it's, you know, something yeah, fan from made. the official site or the official accounts. I, I'm like, all right, this is horseshit. Yeah. Yeah. If I, I mean, see so something I like, and it's not, I go to the official account immediately and go, is it mm-hmm. for real? But I do feel like there should be some kind of banner that says fan made. Just like right. when like Instagrammers, you know, do ads, they now put hashtag ad or paid partnership. Yeah. It, it was a thing required after so many influencers basically were selling things without saying it was an ad. So I think there needs to be some kind of program that comes about where they have to say fan made. I yeah. think a lot of people do that just to avoid any copyright claims on their videos and stuff too, like uh, yeah. to do that. But I mean, some of the fan made trailers are are pretty uh, clever. Good. I mean, I remember <laughs> seeing. I was like for a while. This was uh, when Lord of the Rings was big. Someone took the Fellowship of the Rings, uh, the the sound from that trailer, and cut images from the animated Transformers movie from the '80s to, <laughs> to sort of fit the dialogue, and that just blew my little nerd mind because I was I was a huge Transformers guy when I was a kid. Yeah. Uh, so like sometimes it's clever, but other times it's just trying to fake you out and yeah, get clicks or something or misrepresent clickbait. Yeah. Yeah. Some of it is that they were just trying to be creative, which I can admire as a creative. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there's a whole genre of writing that's fan fiction, which is fine. Some mm-hmm. of it's really funny to me, mm-hmm. but it's labeled fan fiction. If exactly. I see a trailer and you label it, I can still enjoy your artistic mm-hmm. endeavors and still yeah. chuckle and laugh and smile or go, oh my God, even if I know it's fan made. Like, this is awesome. I don't want to say it's. Maybe it is. It's not fan made, but it's a uh, a Gambit movie that has uh, somebody. I want to say I I don't think it was Michael Douglas, but it's someone pretty Michael big. Michael Douglas in well, Gambit. Well, yeah, it's like like the the scene like one of the bad guy is some famous old guy. I can't remember the name of it right now, but oh. like it was a pretty good. You know, little short movie like, and it it wasn't made by Marvel or whatever, but like it had you know Gambit going up, you know, uh, what's the name? Save Rogue. It was like, it was awesome to actually see you know Gambit on on you know a little quick movie type thing. Gambit. A little short. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, there, there's stuff like that too, and Gambit's got his fans. I don't know why you don't like Gambit, Andy. He is uh, uh, a friend of mine. Why don't you like Remy LeBeau? He's like a a hodgepodge of Mm -hmm. things that seem like they should be cool, like focus group cool, but they don't really, like, he stole the the card-throwing trick from Bullseye. He's he's got that stupid not a mask thing that was in every comic yeah, in the whole, kind of, in the, kind of throughout weird. the 90s, and I blame him for it. But see, that, that makes his head like this little I, tuft of broccoli. He's got his little pink armor, and it, oh, throw a trench coat on that. That makes it cool. No, it doesn't. 
Constantine in his trench coats and cigarette cigarette looks cool, right? To some people. But like I think Gambit's kiss his playing cards, to me, it's one of those things like uh how you know a certain person I had something that they do just, like Harvey Dent. Flipping his coin, you know, making yeah. decisions or whatever. He can flip anything, but like, there's something about this coin that it, it's iconic to him. Like Gambit, you know, he's all about you know gambling or whatever. So he has these cards. Like for some reason, he he mostly just uses the cards, but like he could have they could have made him use pretty much anything. His power set is the same thing. It's just the way that he delivers them is like using the cards. It's like Bullseye. Yeah, Bullseye he- using using cards like. He like he could like it's just so certain things that certain characters use, you know. Yeah, and, and some it's, people it's are like just a prop, but like his pro, Gambit's prop is a deck of cards, like because he likes to gamble. And and he thinks it's cool. There's there's right. the guy who thinks he's cool and is, tries really hard to be cool. That's it's what, rarely cool. That's what Gambit feels like to me. Just like you oh, saw you said, I, I am so cool. Here is my <laughs> kick ass. I'm throwing playing cards at you. Isn't that so stylish? Oh. Just, I just uh, want to appreciate that the back and forthness right now between Andy and Art yeah. is making me happy because normally I'm fighting Art. I like, I don't, I like I don't, hearing this. If anything, me and Andy are debating on whether or not Gambit oh, is so a cool character. Oh, so it's not when I do it, but it's a debate when because, Andy does it. Is that... You see, Andy comes, Andy comes back, I come back. You pretty much pretty much condemn me to hell whatever we do. Because so like, what you say is worthy of such condemnation. Andy's well, just really nice. Can I say I was watching um, <laughs> Revenge of the Sith last can I, night? Can I say? I was watching Revenge of the Sith last night. I and saw. And the whole time, I was so excited. And I was like, if Tiff could see me now. No, I almost, like, oh. commented, I almost commented on your post that I'm shaking my head. Right. Like, I almost liked it. Because, like, yeah, you're watching Star Wars. And I was like, mm, because it's Revenge of the Sith. And he's going he's gonna to read into that. So then I almost was like, mm, I'm shaking my head at you. But I was like, you know what? Let him watch this little movie. Watch Every little time movie. I watch this movie, I fall. Like, I feel like Anakin was so misunderstood. Like, like he all slaughtered a room full of children. Thank End you, of story. <laughs> there is no misunderstanding that. Thank you, Andy. Recently, I just seen something. Thank and you. I think that's one of the reasons I wanted to watch it again. I think, like, his kids haven't watched that movie just because of, like, that scene. But that's yeah. the thing. You keep wanting to, like, again, <laughs> we talked about this in the last Falcon and Winter Soldier. It's one thing to be, like, out for vengeance. But like when you start slaughtering extra peeps, he he, he for some reason he had in his, he was he had in his head he was doing this for Padma. He was going to save her life. Yeah, so he was doing whatever that, he that could. Was a lot. This, that was. It, and what what what? Yeah, obviously he was being influenced and whatever. Yeah, but he's also he's been manipulated. But he's been manipulated. He's succumbing to the dark side of the force. Yep. See, the dark side murders kids. See, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, see, that's why see? we take see, issue when you call yourself a Sith Lord. Yep. And, but that's like part of the reason that turned yeah, off all of Star Wars, that whole thing, that mm-hmm. whole just, mm-hmm. oh, mm-hmm. by the way, here's some child slaughter. And <laughs> uh, in, in your fun science fiction story, here's some kids getting murdered. Well, you know, not even, not even in Star Wars, like nowadays in newer movies, like, you know, they're all like the casualties of, of war. Like, they don't sit there and say, hey, let's just, let's. 
They might not show it. I guess with this, it was more or less the whole, like, he walks in and you know he's going to kill the kids. Even but, I mean, if they that, didn't that, show it, there are plenty it, of movies where, implied, where kids get killed. Like, it's, it's, it's... Uh, art. Are you trying to claim he didn't? And someone sent Obi-Wan Kenobi the sec- fake security footage no, of him not, murdering I'm, all I'm the not, kids, <laughs> even though the only scene we got why, why was Why would him. I say that? I'm not saying that, Andy. <laughs> that sounds like a clever plot. Like... <laughs> It's almost no. as if that's what you believe. <laughs> now, Andy's not on the dark side. Don't even. He doesn't have to be. No. He doesn't have to be on the dark side to believe it. No. Right? It's uh. It's I, I Andy can be a mercenary. I understand that, like, it was a th- plot point to explain a why there aren't any more Jedi except Luke Skywalker. Uh, right. And mm-hmm. it had to be like a thing so bad that Anakin felt he could never come back from it. Yeah. So he just he just leaned into the dark side. But, but it's uh, still it's, it's still a lot on the dark side. Sorry, yeah. Joe. I know Joe is like, what the hell? Listen to this though, because this is supposed to be about the Avengers, and we on a Star Wars tangent. Yeah, yeah. well, Joe doesn't I, like Star Wars. No, we're, I do. Yeah, I, we're not talking about Star Wars today. I I want to talk about Greedo. Uh, no, <laughs> actually, back to I'll back up a little bit. Back to Gambit because I have a concern now. Mm. I also think Gambit <laughs> sucks. But, Andy, I have a concern now because in the upcoming Heroes debate that will be streamed live on April 15th, one of the contestants has chosen Gambit as his hero to argue the merits of. So It better be a good goddamn argument. (laughs) So do I have to report ahead of time that one of the judges might be biased against Gambit? No, nope. uh, because, like I've, I mean, I play it up a little. This is like why I didn't like Gambit for a long time. I mean, lately, like he's eased up on the the the, the shtick, his whole shtick mm-hmm. that I didn't like, and he's become less of that. So, and, and I've had some friends who like him, and I'm like, all right, all right, all right, all right fine. I, I've, I've, my nerd hate used to be a lot stronger than it is, and sometimes I play it up for comedy value, but. uh it's we like, can say that you won't hurt, hold people's choices against them personally. Well, we if will they can, be judging if, their debate style. Well, and right, Gambit, right, right. Gambit is going up against Daredevil, so I don't know if you're a big Daredevil fan, but it's Gambit hmm, versus that Daredevil. That should be interesting. I think in the nerd and the nerds are the ones who pick those two, not the not the poets or. All right, the so it's a guy with a, a big staff versus a guy with two little staffs. I guess that's what it is. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. PJ Barnes is the one who who chose Gambit, uh, and the po- right. the poets are gonna have. Uh, we've got. Uh, Should we be knowing this now? Is, is this uh, tipping the scales? Are we supposed to learn? This I know. Stuff? Don't give us all the four one one. All right. I was just gonna tell you who, who's who's going against who, but. I won't tell you if you don't want to know. I mean, I guess we don't know the questions, but it's still, you don't know what like, they're gonna say. But and then Luke, I know right. for the poets, it's Luke Cage going up against Rogue. Uh, mm. As far as debates, Ooh. and then we got the comedians. It's uh, Black Panther versus the Flash. Mm. Oh, now is this who would win in a fight, or who's no. a better character? No, no, it's it's ran- The subjects are randomly picked, so it might be who's better at golf. Oh, okay. Who's who's a better who's a better uh, who, who'd be better uh, raising children, or who'd be better okay. who'd be a better barber? You know, you have no idea what it's gonna be. <laughs> so, all right, here's ooh, 
You know what? I was just about to say, oh, I think Gambit would be a better barber than Daredevil because Daredevil can't see. But given Gambit's hairdos, that's that's kind of a wash. <laughs> well, you can't tell wash. the people now. You got to give them something to tune in for it. Yeah, that's so true. That's I'm just pretty a, sure they're not going to draw that. That's just a preview. If they course, draw, we'll have to recruit cues ourselves from that question. Of course, by the time this airs, I'm just realizing this, it'll be long over. Uh, so... Uh, but but you can stream what we did in the future now. Yeah, but it'll be in the still past, available. Once you hear this, it'll be available on Vimeo. Nerdy Night In. Check it I'll out. keep it. I'll put it on our Instagram. Um, I'll make a link tree. There you so go. So you can tree. always go back. But now, so we've we've gone up forward to Star Wars. We've backed up to Gambit. Now let's back all the way back up and do what we're supposed to be doing here. What we're here for? All our right. original I, purpose? I, I'll just say, if you want to talk about Greedo, that's a whole podcast. <laughs> the, the Greedo podcast? Because there's a giant nerd debate about Greedo and Who whether or not first? he shot first. Yeah. Well, and then so you, anyway, got, let's... you got Greedo's children or those little Greedos from the prequels. Uh, those would be his ancestors probably well i think one of them is or not related at all because it's probably a whole planet full of those dudes i think one of them is greedo rodians joe you completely froze there you go i think one of them is greedo actually like working on annie's thing his pod could be anyway so let's yeah i mean how many rodians hang around tatooine i guess yeah i don't know i guess a lot um, All right, so the Avengers. The Let's Avengers. jump into what we're here for, the Avengers. So, Andy, are you prepared to do a whole like background thing like you've been doing with the show, the movies? You probably don't have to do as much because we've already introduced Iron Man and Captain America. Right. I will. Uh, and the Hulk. We talked about yeah, that. And, and the Hulk. Hulk. Yeah. And Thor. Yeah, and we all, did all and Thor. Shit, I don't know why I forgot yep. Thor. And so we've done we've done most of this. I mean, yeah. I will. Uh, the couple of other things to note is uh, Maria Hill, played by Kobe Smulders, was mm-hmm. a, a, a Marvel character from 2005. So she was a relatively recent addition really? at the time when this was made. Yeah. What, what's the actress's name? Colby Kobe Smulders. She's on Holland How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. Really? Colby yeah, Smulders? Yeah, that's her. Kobe Smulders. Smulders. Kobe. Kobe Smulders. Okay. Oh, well, that just answered. I had a bunch of questions about her in my notes, but I was like, uh, I knew I knew her from somewhere. Uh, Probably how she was just in another mother. comic book movie. I mean, comic book show that got canceled recently. Wasn't she on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. too? Uh, yeah, I think she popped yeah. up once or twice in there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she was the one I wanted to ask. So but, she wasn't, her character wasn't introduced in the comics until 2005, you're saying? Right. And wow. Coulson was not introduced in the comics until after the movies. Oh, he's not in the comics, huh? Or he wasn't? No, he was. He he's was now. created. Not like cool. he was. Like Shield existed, but Phil Coulson was not existent. And interestingly, he got Darby'd in. He got yeah. Darby'd in. And huh. he was introduced in a storyline after uh, the MCU started. This was 2011. What? Uh, that they were introduced in a story that also decided they needed to introduce. Uh, a the, there was a miniseries called Battle Scars that basically explained uh, that Nick Fury, the Marvel version, uh, the old David Hasselhoff cigar chomping mm-hmm. World War II vet, 
uh, with the Infinity Formula that keeps him alive, uh, which is not the Super Soldier Serum. That's a different thing. Uh, they decided he had a son uh, that was a secret son uh, with a uh, black SEAL agent named Nia Jones. And he turned out... So now there's a Nick Fury Jr. in the Marvel Comics who looks like Sam Jackson mm. as opposed to... Uh, oh. And then they, they... So they kind of brought him in to have a Nick Fury that looks like the Nick Fury from the movies. And they kind of phased out the old version and had him going on some cosmic spy shit. Because they've realized that Nick Sam Jackson Nick Fury is the kick-ass Nick Fury. Yeah. He yeah. wasn't I mean, going nowhere. I, I, I will say in the comics, old school Nick Fury was certainly a guy who kicked ass. He yeah. ran. But he was also in the um, soldier. In the Ultimate also, Universe? What's that? The Ultimate Universe? Yeah, yeah. The Nick Ultimate Fury. Universe is uh, came before this. Right before this, this was like in the early 2000s, late 90s, something like that, where they introduced an alternate version, basically trying to make the Marvel universe more, I guess, adaptation friendly, movie mm-hmm. friendly, TV friendly, or whatever they were going to do. Like trying to say, all right, let's take the concepts of the Marvel universe that we've been doing since the 60s, since the 40s with Captain America, and uh, reboot it all. And without all the continuity baggage that makes people walk in and go, I don't know where to start with these right. things. And that was the ultimate universe. And it started mm-hmm. out really good with like a really slow build with ultimate Spider-Man. And that was the first one. And then, uh, it kind of went off the rails quickly when they introduced ultimate X-Men, like ultimate Spider-Man was like, there's no superpowers. Here's Spider-Man, like a slow build to his hero arc. And then ultimate X-Men, the first page is a bunch of people fighting the giant, mutant hunting sentinels it's like you have to build to giant death robots you right can't, <laughs> you can't just Throw start there on page two but boom uh, yeah yeah like how, how in this book which is all we know of the ultimate universe so far there's nothing like this. this this guy with superpowers is a huge deal and now suddenly there's a giant mutant fight in new york with huge purple death robots <laughs> it's it was a little like yeah so it was a little hit and miss but a lot of concepts from that eventually made their way into the MCU. So, uh, which includes Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury, right? Uh, which he will forever. Did be. you pay attention at all, Joe, or you just zoned out? Like I actually, where they going with this? I actually only heard about a third of what Andy said because my internet was freezing up. So. Uh, oh. I, I'll have to listen later, I guess. Turn uh, your camera off so you can try and reserve yeah, a little bit. See if that helps. I, I don't know if that makes a difference, but I'll do that. For me, it does on my computer. It, it's supposed it to. keeps but, me on. Um, so I, I wanted to ask, Andy, I remember when... So with I, 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 I might not remember this correctly, but with Hero Clicks that you made me play a while ago, I feel like there were some S.H.I.E.L.D. agents that had names like there was mostly just yeah. shield agent, but there was a couple like a blonde lady and like maybe a, a couple guys that had uh, names. Uh, there was a clay Quartermain who has not been introduced in the MCU. As far as I know, uh, there was a Gabriel Jones who was one of the howling commandos of captain America in the captain America movie. Uh, oh. uh, Derek Luke, hmm. I believe, or Derek Lucas, Derek Luke, Luke. Derek Luke. All right. 
and uh, so that was that guy. Um, there's, I don't think there's a figure of him, but Jasper Sitwell has already been introduced, I believe, as well. Uh, he was in Thor. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as I know, uh, none of the... I mean, the only SEAL agents we really get names for in this movie are Nick Fury uh, and Maria Hill and Phil Coulson. Yeah. And, and, you know, Hawkeye and Black Widow. And we get Coulson's first thing. I don't think the other movies, anybody... I love the bit where she, Pepper is like, hey, Phil. Hey, Phil. Yeah, and he's Phil. like, when did he become Phil? <laughs> She's like, how you doing, Phil? His, his care, name Phil. is Agent. His first name is Agent, not Phil. Right. Yes. But I love uh, it because he's always, he's always Agent. For- and that makes sense because he saved her ass in Iron Man 1. Yeah. Like, his showing up right when he did helped her stay alive when Jeff Bridges was trying to kill her. Yeah. But I love that little bit. That little, that back and forth made me laugh yeah. a little bit because it's true. It's like, wait a minute. His first name's Agent. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That reminds me of my um, a question I did have before you launched in that whole big diatribe earlier about the Ultimates is uh, when you said Coulson was drawn into the comics after the movies, does he look, did they draw him to look like that actor? Oddly enough, they didn't. Oh. Uh, they gave him like a full head of like a dirty blonde hair. Really? And they gave him a nickname like uh, Nick. Like he was friends with Nick Fury Jr. in the war when he didn't even know his name was Nick Fury Jr. His name was Marcus Johnson, and they were fighting in Afghanistan together. That uh, his nickname was Cheese for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but yeah, so he's been in the. I mean, I guess it depends on the artist. I mean, sometimes yeah. an artist can try to make him look more like Clark Gregg than another artist will, because some that's part of. Uh, why artists get credited with creating things is because they make such a difference mm-hmm. in, in how things are presented. And too many people credit only the writers when it's usually pretty collaborative. Now, you mentioned Clark Gregg as if that's just a common, like, <laughs> was he known before the MCU? Uh, <clears throat> he was in, uh, I think, a few television shows here and there. Uh, he, I know he was in. The New Adventures of Old Christine with Julie Louis-Dreyfus. Yep. <laughs> Tiffany, who's more attractive, uh, Clark Gregg or Don Cheadle? It's going to be Don Cheadle. At this point, I don't even know why you asked that question. Clark Gregg or Chris Hemsworth? Again, I think I've made myself pretty clear on this. It's going to be a Hemsworth, always. Okay, a Hemsworth, Chris Evans, Don Cheadle. Uh, uh, amalgamation of all those three or Clark Gregg? I was going to take the amalgamation on this one. While I adore him as his character and I, I love when I see him on screen and, you know, I got certain feelings. Um, if I'm going out on a date, I'm going to go I'm gonna go with the amalgamation. <laughs> well, I just hope it's not like a Frankenstein style amalgamation. Like a... No, we're advanced in 2021. Somebody That's can true. somebody can stitch that together better. <laughs> We've come a long way in science. We can do this. We can do it right. Okay. Toss well, a little Anthony Mackie in there for me. Oh, Anthony Mackie. Yeah. He's quickly. Go. I feel like he's gonna rise up in the uh, acting world, in the like film world after Falcon Winter Soldier, like. I will remind you, he's also one of those people who's been doing things for a long time, 
yeah. but isn't actually known. So, oh, he's gonna I be. It, I think after he's gonna this, be known more. Yeah, he's gonna be like. I think he's gonna be like um, to the mainstream audience. That's yeah, what I'll say. Like I think mainstream Chad, Chadwick Boseman is big. I think he'll be as big as him. Don't you think? I don't know. Chadwick is a is a beast because you know Chadwick played everybody legendary. I think he has a special place from, yeah. you know, James 42. Brown, yeah, Black all that's those. true. Yeah. So, like, he he was mainstream before Black Panther because he had already played so many legends. That's like, right. Yeah. He, he grew his legendness by playing legends. Um, but I think Anthony Mackie will be known. But it also can do, it can do one or two things for you, it can make you. More known, or it can put you in a box. Yeah, so. he'll be just a Falcon type. But I don't think he doesn't seem very quirky or anything. He seems like a leading man. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I can see him being in all kinds of romantic action, you know, romantic things in action movies. But he wasn't in this put movie. Him, <laughs> put no, him in sorry, bad we're on thing? a tangent. He was right. not in this yes, movie. He's not in this movie. Yeah. What did you say, Art? <laughs> I was saying it's being put in a box a bad thing. It's not always a bad thing. Depends it's on the not box. a bad thing, but I think about it from an actor's perspective. Like mm-hmm. I, a lot of actors get a lot of energy off of switching and changing. Like mm-hmm. someone asked Denzel once upon a time why he didn't play certain roles. And he says, because no one's offering them to him. I think being in the craft at, in the beginning or in before you get a little older, part of building Building your kit and building your skill set is being able to do different things. So, you know, you got Robin Williams, haha, and you got Robin Williams in one hour photo. Two different Robin Williams. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, but that shows you his range. So, I think mm-hmm. a, the goal for a lot of actors is to have range. And so, while a box may get you monies, like yeah. Sam Jackson has done his thing for years. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Sam Jackson wants to stay Nick Fury for the rest of his life from this point on. He can. He's done a lot of things. But if it's the beginning of a career or you're just getting out there, you still want some range. Yeah. Or like Chris Maloney. Like he was on Law and Order for a long time. Yep. Uh, he left for a while to go do some different things. Yep. He Have did you some watched things it? for like a decade and now he's back at Law and Order and saying, all right, I would like a steady job with some money. Yeah. But he yeah. got to go do some rangy things and he got right. to do some, you know, small things, independent things. And, you know, he got to explore. Which yeah, a lot of people does, do. And he's crazy. Like I mean, he can do comedy so well. Like, he, he can. can the he can also do scary. You remember that one? What's that prison show? Um, Oz. Oz. Yeah. Oh my God. Him and Oz. But um, I he's think so. Boxes aren't horrible, but when you're doing it, a lot of actors. I'm not saying all because some people are like paycheck, give it. I don't care what I do. But mm. there are a lot of people who have studied this, who went to school for this, and your goal is range. When you're at school, when you get pigeonholed or typecast repeatedly, you're not a fan of it. Yeah, look at Jim Varney. You know, always, always earnest. That's what, <laughs> you know, he was like, he did Shakespeare and stuff, but he yep. was earnest. But, <laughs> but that's how, you, when you get put, like you can't, you can't outgrow that. And even though you, you are classically trained and, um, you know, there's a guy who's on Elmo, Wow, what, Mr. Noodles, and he is trained in a lot of things. And even I, as a grown woman, watched him in a movie with Anne Hathaway, and I was like, "Mr. Noodles," because <laughs> <laughs> that's his main paycheck. So you know, I think Anthony Mackie will grow more 
But it's hard to top. Don Cheadle was a rare being in the world. All right, sorry. All right. Back to this movie. Back, Back to, to this movie. Uh, after I say, to be or not to be, Vern. Uh, <laughs> that's why That's why he failed Shakespeare. He added Vern to every, every line. Yeah, that's uh, weird. All right, so any other backups, like comic stories you have to tell us about Avengers before we jump in? Like about like the first, when that started? or uh, The first Avengers, uh, uh, 1963, Stan Lee and Jack Kirby. Uh, it pays homage to that because Loki was the reason they came together in the first place. Just like in this movie, Loki was the villain. Uh, in that first storyline, who who uh, was also Loki? Loki, gotcha. I missed it. And uh, although the the lineup was a little different, um, it was just, the original lineup of the Avengers was uh, Thor, Iron Man, Hulk, uh, Ant Man, and the Wasp. Mm. Oh, it was just those guys. And uh, Loki was the villain at the beginning. And Loki was the villain. Okay. I mean, when is he and, not? Um, and Hulk only stuck around for a few issues because he doesn't work well with others. And then I think it was Avengers number four, they unfroze Captain America, and uh, he became synonymous with the Avengers ever since. And um, So was Captain America unfrozen originally in an Avengers comic, or was he? did he have his own comic originally? I think it was in the Avengers. I think the Avengers found him and unfroze him and sort of reintroduced him after he hadn't been really doing much since the end of World War II. Uh-huh. I think mm-hmm. he kind of, like, they hadn't really been doing Captain America stories for a while. They hadn't needed to. Yeah. yeah. So they decided, well, oh, superheroes are big again now that the Fantastic Four hit and we got enough to make the Avengers. Why not bring Captain America to Mothballs and, and uh, reintroduce him and have it be a, a big party? <laughs> yeah. Mothballs? Yeah, that's an old-timey kind of saying for, yeah, you put something away for a while, you put mothballs You store it with some mothballs. You got to preserve oh, it. Oh, yeah. Our, our grandparents, all their all their uh, coats yeah. smelled like mothballs. My grandparents, yeah. I think that's My it. grandparents did, too. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, and I don't, I don't. Yeah, I don't know if anyone uses mothballs anymore. Well, how but. how often do how often are moths a problem? Reading your clothes, I guess it must have been way worse then. I mean, we we know how to build things a little different now. We have different insulations. We have different <laughs> woods. We've done a good job these I, days. I never thought nerd school would delve into Tiffany defending, <laughs> defending the use of mothballs or the no. The I'm just saying they ball. needed to back then yeah. because things were built different. Like I they know. didn't have a choice. I know, but how, draftier. how are we talking yeah. about this? I've already forgotten how we got it. But they still come in handy. Apparently, my old neighbor used mothballs to keep snakes away from our, our porches. So, oh, so they're like snake balls. Yeah, <laughs> I like the huff mothballs. No, okay. Back to Avengers, Joe. <laughs> God bless it. We got Art's first art laugh. We got an art laugh. That's good. Uh, all right, so should we start the movie, or do you got more inane bullshit, Andy? <laughs> uh, start the movie. You're not going to talk crap about Andy. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. Andy right no, it now. Is, it's all- you need Andy, Joe. You need Andy. You want Andy on that wall. Yep. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, it's all interesting. I just uh, like to give him a hard time. We're going to say stop it. I know he's your brother, but we're here to defend Andy. <laughs> all right. yeah, I'm Team Andy. I, it's, don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm just, I, I appreciate you getting my back. And I'm, and I'm secretly 
Team Joe, but I would say I'm Team Andy. <laughs> that that's on brand. That's, that's my mo, right? That's yep, that's, what, on that's brand. what I would do. It's well, on I'm, brand brand. I'm getting tired of Andy <laughs> bullying Art. That's the problem. Like there's little <laughs> subtle jabs throughout every episode where he just kind of bullies Art a little I, bit. So it's, it's I don't funny think anybody's me, bullying Art. I, th- I think for me, for me, the, I think the dichotomy between me and Andy is like, <laughs> like super nerd versus like that one nerd who wants to challenge the super nerd, but then like always gets beat, and every day he comes back to keep challenging that super nerd. Because one day he's going to destroy a super nerd. <laughs> Someday you might, you might just. And on Lord. that day, I will, I will honor you. I will pass the, the gavel of nerdering. Nope. Do I get I to bring this, this gavel to the nerdy night in so I can judge? Oh, you should totally bring you it. Should. I'm totally bringing this gavel. Yeah. Yes. All right. Sorry, Joe. Start right. the movie. Okay. So, Avengers. Was, oh, shoot. I forgot to. Dang it. I forgot to write the year and who directed it. Andy? You're gonna... 2012. 2012. And uh, it was directed by noted shit pile Joss Whedon. Uh, at the time he was a nerd god and this was the apex of his nerd goddery he was considered you know by uh, the public at large like he had done Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Mm -hmm. uh, he like a lot of he had a lot of uh, I guess feminist cred and he said the right things for a while but apparently he's been a shitty asshole his entire career and uh, it's all coming out now. Ever since he came out and tried to, he took the Justice League over and was an abusive piece of shit. And Ray Fisher, who played Cyborg, decided not to take his shit anymore and went public with how shitty he was. Really? And the rest That's of Justice of League shit, cast kind of backed him up. Said, yeah, he was pretty shitty. And then more people came out. Even freaking Buffy, Sarah Michelle Gellar, yeah. said, look, I am proud to be associated with Buffy, but uh, I would rather not have my name associated with Joss Whedon anymore. Really? Yep. Yeah, so, and there was a whole other thing that happened where, like, he got divorced and his ex or his wife sort of published this shitty letter he wrote, kind of trying to blame her for him cheating all the time and taking advantage of young uh, fans and actresses who wanted yeah. to be all up. He became him. the douche of douches. Really? Yeah, he is an absolute shitstorm duster. I've, mm-hmm. I've never heard any of this. Of course, I don't even think I know who he is, but. Uh, well, I just told you who he was. And... I mean, I didn't before this. I didn't know who he was. I mean, like I saw his name that he directed this, but it doesn't mean anything to me. But so if yeah. you see him, you probably want to punch his face. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. He's he's got kind of a face. head. Yeah. Wow. So he's is he black? Is he blackballed now from like movie? Pretty like, much. He just had to leave. Um, like he helped. He was on an HBO series that's coming out called The Nevers, but he had to leave that right away because good. of the bad press of how shitty he is. Fuck yeah. Um, <laughs> people just started to speak up and come forward, which is beautiful, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, you think about like when they yeah. started, even Buffy, they were young. They were young kids, new to Hollywood, and it's a great show. So everybody, you just shut up and put up with the crazy guy. You shut up and put up with it. And it takes one person to be like, uh, no thanks. I'm not. And then other people are like, whew, glad you said it. Okay, yes, he is shitty. Um, yeah. And yeah, so. Like, so many people are like, the ego cases that like that are like people think, oh, the, this kind of abusive shit is the price you pay for being a star. Yeah. You have to, for working in Hollywood, you have to deal with, with asshole uh, people like this. Uh, I 
I try to say the French term, but I don't know how to pronounce it. Like enfant terrible or something. <laughs> uh, I'm not about like to terrible pronounce baby. French. Yeah, uh, yeah. I've, I've read that a bunch of times, and I just realized, oh, I'm going to say this, and I was like, wait, I, I don't know how to pronounce that. Um, so I've had problems like that, like pulling an art, where uh, <laughs> I don't know if this counts as pulling oh, an art. This might be pulling boy. a me. Where <laughs> there's a couple words that I've read all the time, and I never knew how to pronounce them. Yeah, like the word uh, debacle. I always read it as debacle, <laughs> and then like it took me a long time to put the word I heard and the word I read together. Oh, well, see, an, an art moment would be you'd see the word, and instead of saying debacle, you say debauchery, knowing you meant debacle. Yeah. <laughs> so that's an art right. moment. Debauchery is a whole other word. Yeah. Well, it can lead to debacle. Quite so this guy, but, this Joss Whedon guy, did, did what else? Did, did he direct any other of these movies before, since? Uh, he directed uh, Avengers: Age of Ultron. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he. Uh, you know, directed the shitty theatrical version of the Justice League. He directed, uh, uh, f- he, he created the Firefly show that a lot of nerds love. Yeah. And now I don't know if anyone wants to see that rebooted anymore. Probably uh, not. And the movie that, that spun out of that was Serenity. Firefly only lasted like one season, but nerds really latched onto it. Really? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a, it was a fun sci-fi western kind of thing. It has some but, great uh, actors on it, too. Yeah. Nathan Fillion and uh, Alan Tudyk. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Among among many others, but uh, uh, what else? Did and he then you use? got your Buffy. And he actually wrote comics for a while. Yeah. He wrote uh, Joss Whedon, astonishing X Men books. Yep. Yeah. Oh gosh. So so he had a big career. So he's not a random kid so, like picking up the helms yeah. of, of so for the Buffy, Avengers. Is he like the creator of Buffy, or just a director, or writer? No, he's the creator, isn't he? he? Yeah, he created the original yeah. movie. It was based on with Christy Swanson as well. Yeah, he's and a creator. Did you guys yeah. all? Are, were you guys all into Buffy? I, I like. I like. I watched it. I wouldn't say I was like overly fanned, but I watched it. I watched a lot of seasons. I think I even I, watched a bit of Angel. What about I you, didn't Arster? watch it because I don't care a shit about vampires. No, no you didn't. I didn't uh, that or yeah, I, it wasn't my cup of tea. For a while there, remember for a while there, like. Vampires were everything and everywhere. Like yep, everything was vampires. Were. And I don't like vampires. I don't either. They're, I never. And then, I never and then Twilight came out and it's like, what the fuck is this? Like, <laughs> why do you watch Sparkly? That was a no thank. Like I, I didn't know. Not know. Like at the time, I, w- I went to like a preview. I was reviewing movies at the time, and I didn't know anything about it. And I walked into it. And I was like, oh, why? Is this, like, ooh, there's a bunch of young teenage fans here, all excited about it. All right, what's what's the appeal with this? And then it was really like slow and boring, and nothing happened. And then suddenly, his big secret reveals, and he steps into the sunlight, and he's shining. I'm like, oh, is he, falling, is he burning? Is he falling apart? What's going on? And it's like, no, he's just sparkling. Yeah, he's just sparkling. His secret is that he sparkles. I laughed out loud in the theater, and I got I got some uh, angry. And just think, he's the next Batman. <laughs> I couldn't believe. Wait, are you are you seriously telling me his dark brooding secret is that he shines and sparkles like a pot of gold at the end of a rainbow? Because you got to figure <laughs> out why he sparkles, duh, Andy. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's sure the thing. But yeah, so Josh Weeding was no nobody. He was somebody. He was a hell of a somebody when he came yeah. on board to yeah. throw it back yeah. to. Okay, so and so that's what this whole thing surprised me because I didn't know this was a I didn't know any of this. So when you at the beginning of you launching into him being a big asshole, I was confused because I thought 
I thought you loved Avengers, but but I do love Avengers. Yeah. I think the no, movie no, is I get great. It yeah, right. But you loved it, so but, I mean, even and that makes it even more maddening that it's like, fuck, man, you made a great fucking movie. We want that shit out of you, not being a fucking asshole. He so, did a lot of great stuff, but yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah, like I think uh I mean I don't like I don't want to give him credit anymore, but like he being a nerd that he was and being like a comic nerd, he actually wrote for the Marvel universe. Yeah. That mm-hmm. uh, so he kind of got the characters on a level that others might not have. So yeah. which is why I I mean I don't know I can't I think he he didn't write the script entirely by himself. I don't think. No, but, I don't think he did. But uh there was some there was some really perfect beats in this movie. Like, and I, I unearthed a review I wrote at the time. Yeah. Uh, about this, uh, about the movie. Like at the time we came out of it thinking, all right, this is 2012. Like there's a lot of stuff that's happened since then that went, might alter perceptions, but this felt like the best comic book movie ever made at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the grand experiment of Marvel phase one had paid off. Yeah. All those characters jumping into this movie, all these, these guys who've become stars are playing their characters, bouncing off each other with like taking each other seriously enough to have these, like that big argument scene when like the, yes. the, 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 the scepter is sort of influencing them to get uh, antagonizing antagonistic with each other. Yes. That's, that's like the kind of character work, the bickering kind of shit that happens all the time. And uh, in comics and stuff. And yeah. like one of the, the, like the, the beats it needed to have, Sorry if I'm talking too much here, but no. Um, <laughs> one of the like I, I wrote an article called Five Comic Book Beats that this movie got right, and the first one was, uh, or not the first one, but one of them was when the superheroes first meet each other, they always fight over some misunderstanding mm-hmm. because there's some base level that makes like the nerds kind of want to see, oh, who would win in a fight between these two? Yeah, why would they fight? They're both good guys. Let's have them meet each other. They don't know each other. They think one or the other is the bad guy or doing something wrong, and they have to fight, and you have to see them kick each other's asses a little bit. And they do that when Thor shows up and just takes Loki out of the plane and leaves. And like, All right, we have to go kick his ass. And that whole thing happens. That's a that's a big comic book, uh, like a, a classic old standby for comic book stuff. Yeah. Crossovers. And another one is even after they're done fighting, they still bicker all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> they still have like they they chirp at each other and uh, they like to. They don't always come out and go. We are the heroes. We know what to do. Let's do it together. Right. Um, I mean, they do like they train and do teamwork and stuff like that. But uh, they're always. They I love always the little bicker. It's like view. siblings. Yeah. 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 And, like uh, Joe and Andy. Well, and it makes mm-hmm. them more real, and it makes you know, yeah. it's like they're real people, and not just like you said, this big hero, and and you relate to them more, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the third thing, or one of the other things, was that the shield. This is the first time we see the shield helicarrier, the aircraft carrier that sprouts rotors and takes off into the sky. So cool. And that's, yeah, and that's, I mean, you take them for granted, these, like, the more you read comics, you're like, oh, there's the Shield Herald Carrier. But it's right. a fucking aircraft carrier that flies. That is amazing. <laughs> that is an amazing thing. And they treated it with, 
the level of amazement it needed to have. Like mm-hmm. Captain America forced over ten bucks because he was surprised by the fact that they have an aircraft carrier that flies. Yeah. And not only is that cool, that also like you see that happen, and then the first thing you think of is that thing's gonna crash hard. Yes. So then later, you know, that's it's in danger of crashing. That's mm-hmm. like the helicarrier is super cool and awesome and also is always gonna crash. or about to crash or in danger of crashing or the bad guys will try to make it crash Mm -hmm. which that happened there too and then uh, number four I had was that when the chips are down Captain America always knows what to do yeah he's the captain one of the things they were going to have to have in this movie I know I'm jumping around a bit no that's good it's your beats it's your five beats yeah they had to have a scene where Captain America takes command and everyone realizes he knows what he's talking about and let's let's fall in line behind him like because in the, most of this movie he's a fish out of water trying to figure out his place and his way and uh you know he's a little confused about what's going on he doesn't know who to trust but at the end when the shit happens the aliens start pouring out of the sky it's like even iron man goes call it captain yeah and then he starts going, all right, this is what we do. And, it, and it's a good plan. Yeah. It's like, all right, mm-hmm. Iron Man, you fly around, keep everybody within these few blocks radius. Yeah. Uh, Thor, bottleneck the portal, do all that shit. Uh, we'll fight them and distract them and keep them focused on us because that's what he wants in the first place. And uh, Hulk smash. That, I love that saying, <laughs> yeah. Hulk smash. Yeah. And that, and the, the last point I had was that was about the Hulk is um, – this was like the third time he's been uh, in the cinematic or the first time, the third movie he was in mm-hmm. the first one. Uh, I liked it, but it didn't hit as uh, well as it should have because it had some issues. The second one with Ed Norton, same yeah. thing. Uh, but this is where he shined because he got, you get to, he didn't have to carry the movie. Yeah. So he could be as big an asshole as you needed him to be. And uh, so basically what it realized in this movie is that the Hulk is the living embodiment of fuck you. Yep. <laughs> That's what he is. Like there's, there's the rage thing. There's the lose control rage thing, but there's also spite. There's a lot of mm-hmm. fucking spite yeah. that Hulk has. Like there's a lot in the comics where, uh, Hulk will know, will some, well, like, this, he knows what the right thing is to do, but he won't do it. If someone tells him to do it because uh-huh. fuck you. You that's don't tell rude. me what to do. I'm the fucking Hulk rar smash fuck off. See, that's There's... what Hulk and I have in common right there. Yeah. Hulk, the strongest I'll there do it is. on my own, but as soon as you go, hey, Tiffany, do you want to? No. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's fuck you. There's so much in here. Like, the first time we see him, it's, you know, Loki sets off his big plot and blows shit up in the helicarrier and sets the Hulk mad, and the first thing he does is terrorize the shit out of Natasha Romanoff. Mm-hmm. Because, like, and, like, there's... And why is that the case? Because she's kind of the figurehead responsible for bringing him out him of into you know, this. Calcutta. Yeah, yeah she's mm-hmm. she brought him into there, this. Yeah. 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 And uh there's... It's like a mini horror movie in the midst of all this, like, Iron Man's preparing the thing yeah. on yeah. the outside. Uh, 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 Loki's pulling his shit and the Hawkeye is trying to get all the shit and then cut to like somewhere in the bowels of the thing, 
Natasha is scared, understandably, because here's a giant motherfucker that all the karate kicks in the world <laughs> are <Yep>. not gonna <laughs> no. like. She can kick the shit up. She had no problem dealing with those Russian jerks at the yeah. beginning. Yeah, she, can, kick, she can kick anybody's ass except for this giant thing. Yeah, so this like nobody can. like nothing phases her, but this phases her. This is as she says, monsters and magic and nothing we were ever trained for. Yeah. And so she's running around, and the Hulk is trying to hit her, and does hit her at one point, smacks her against the wall, and it's about to backhand her again uh, before Thor saves him or saves her. Yeah. And then she's shell shocked about that. Yeah, like like she's just like sitting there shaking until finally someone tells her, "Oh, here's Hawkeye. Go fight him." Yeah, and then that kind of shakes her out of it. Well, but she's not that's... used to losing. She's probably never no. lost a fight in her life. No, and let's be real. The Hulk is what you know of the Hulk, and and. You know, you can't. Yeah, that's what you see her when she when they're down there. She's like, are you, "Bruce, Bruce, are you? Are you hey, yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> hey, 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 trying to calm him down." <laughs> yeah, she's like, and that's hey. yeah. and and one of the things I liked that isn't really you know uh, talked about so much was that like but the next time the Avengers movie rolls around, she's got a whole method of control. Mm-hmm. She's the she's like the the way she like hey. Big guy, the sun's getting real low. They've figured out a way for Black Widow to be able to bring the Hulk down yeah, back to Banner right, by the time yeah. the Age of Ultron happens. So, and that's that's basically what does she need to do? She needs to get the control of that situation. She needs to control that guy. Right. And so, I, I kind of like how that played out. They didn't really uh, lean on it too hard. I, that's kind of like a subtext thing. But the Hulk is just like then Thor happens and they fight. And then that the dude in the jet comes around and shoots at him and draws his attention. And this is how much the Hulk is dedicated to fuck you. Is <laughs> you're attacking me right now. I'm done fighting this guy. Yeah. Because I don't care. I'm gonna destroy you. Yeah. I'm gonna jump out onto this jet. It doesn't matter that I don't have an exit strategy. Fuck you for shooting at me. Yep. And then the guy tries to eject and he catches the fucking ejection yeah. seat <laughs> and just to spike it. Just to throw him harder at the right. ground because fuck you. That, that is what the Hulk wow. is. That is. And then, like, the plane blows up and he falls and crashes into a, a, an abandoned pigeon factory or whatever that is. And <laughs> well, <laughs> so that's how dedicated he is to fuck you. And then, of course, the last big scene where he confronts Loki is absolutely all. Fuck you. Yes. Yeah, that, oh that was like, hilarious. Interrupts his villain model. That was such yeah. an unbelievable moment. Oh, yeah. Like, you could go back and find like uh, audience responses to uh, that yeah, moment. When I, yeah. when I saw that shit in the movie theaters, yeah. I like lost it. I like cause me too. It's like you almost didn't really expect it, but right. then it was very. I want to say comical, super comical, but it just felt like uh, like watching cartoons, like. Lit like he was ragdogging, ragdogging. I'm like, wow, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just boom, boom. I couldn't go. I laughed my ass off because it was so perfectly Hulk. It was like, I'm not gonna. I don't give a shit what you're saying. Right, I don't have time. For I'm this. mad at you. I don't have time. Fuck off, you little jerk. And then that's it. <laughs> Loki's buried in the floor, and he's done for the rest of the movie. Yeah. And that's uh, oh, that's fantastic. That was. It's so much fuck you. And, and, and also, he's fighting alongside Thor at one yeah, point. They crash the thing, and then he just sucker punches yeah. him because that fuck was, you. That was hilarious, too. Because yeah. I'm not done with you. Yeah, I wasn't done. Yeah. <laughs> Here's, yeah. Here so you like, go. 
Yeah. Hulk is able to shine in like a team book setting or or a team setting in the movies somehow because well, he gets to. It's, it's funny. Like right before we started recording this, I was you know looking at like the whole She Hulk thing because I was like Hulk needs another movie. Like we need another Hulk movie. Yeah. We need you know, Ruffalo so like, in Hulk as Hulk. Yeah, yeah. 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 So like he's gonna be in the She Hulk series, yeah. which is us, which is gonna be what they what they're calling a legal comedy. And I'm like, ah, I don't know. But then I'm like, wait a minute. Hulk does have its moments where, you know, he does funny shit. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. This, I'm hoping he's just not in there for like, a, you know, a couple of scenes or a couple episodes. Then I'm like, also, we need a new Hulk movie. Yeah. I'm waiting like, for the day. I think, and I think it's, I don't know. Uh, Ruffalo talked about being sick. So I don't know if he has the energy to pull another mm-hmm. movie. Um, I think it was last year or year before it was an illness. Um, but he deserves, as much as Ruffalo has done with Hulk mm-hmm. coming into the Avengers franchise, Yeah, I, I feel like, and I know it's a matter of right to Hulk. They should do like it. But God bless it. They, Ruffalo deserves a full Hulk movie as Hulk. Well, and they're t- They they're- should do a prequel and it should be done, um, directed by Taika Waititi. <laughs> so to be like right before Thor Ragnarok, and we get World War Hulk, like that would blow my mind. Well, and we actually got an actual movie. Like, not, I mean, that was an animated movie, but we actually got like Mark Ruffalo led World yeah. War Hulk. The problem I mean, is, yeah. I agree with you, and I love Ruffalo, and I, I, I actually might, gosh, I, he might be my favorite character in this. Like, he's, well, I know Natasha is my favorite, but after her, like, he's like. <laughs> He's so great. Like I love his character. I love. No, him. he's a he's a hell of an actor, and I love when he's playing. Yeah. It, when he's Bruce and all the things. Yes. That he's like you can read all the emotions. Like there's just him playing with his glasses. It's like all you know. of his ticks, his little ticks, yeah. his emotions, and the chemistry. He's so good. The chemistry with Robert Downey Jr. is so great. Like those moments yeah. are great. Yeah. Uh, but my, I keep thinking. With all this, I keep panicking about all this because they better get everything they want to do with these guys in because the clock is ticking. They're not getting any younger. Ruffalo right. can't be very young. Robert Downey Jr. just turned 56. He's going to be right. done. Well, he's done. It's no yeah. spoilers. There's no more Iron spoilers. Man stuff. Spoiler. Well, there's a show called Iron Heart coming, uh, which is about a whole new younger character. Who, yeah. Uh, sort of kind of builds her own suit of armor. Well, I keep seeing these headlines of. Oh, Robert Downey Jr. hinting at uh, showing up and some. Ignore those headlines. They're, they're all wrong. <laughs> if, if there's a, if they're hinting or anything like that, yeah. ignore that shit. All right, that's just, I just people. Like, I, I saw on Twitter or Instagram or somewhere he turned fifty six, and I had this sudden panic. I was like, "Shit!" They're I all say, getting... Joe. You've got to watch the Last Avengers. <laughs> well, they're all getting old. They're getting old. They're all. Yeah. You don't. You know the worry about him. Um... <laughs> yeah, he disappeared. Right. But they're old. You're... Ruffalo's but getting old. We yeah, about which is why last... they're introducing a new generation. Yeah, like, we why talked about young this Avengers. in the last episode of Falcon Winter Soldier. Andy was talking about the young Avengers, and yeah. we are starting to see more and more young characters coming up for a reason. Yeah. Also, it's a generational shift, not just because the actors are old. We are aging. Yeah. Flash whoa, guys. Whoa, we're whoa, aging. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I'm sorry to break it to you, Art Star, but we're aging the too. The fans are getting and old. And so who we want to see on screen and who the younger generation want to see on screen uh-huh. is very different. So there has to be a natural shift, Joe. Just yeah. like, you know, 
Whatever alien medicine Tom Cruise kept, everybody can't take, okay? (laughs) Everybody can't play the same role for decades. (laughs) And that's okay. (laughs) Younger kids are going to want to see... I'm sorry, Tom. Younger. Hey, I wonder. No, no apologies. No apologies to Tom. Well, that. Um, but it's too. If the actors are aging, we're aging. So yeah. the audience for comics, the audience is getting younger. Yeah, and that's who they're going to have to appease. Well, and that that brings up a question. Then I wonder. I'm I'm wondering if is is the comic book thing going to go away? Like. Are comic books as popular with younger people as they were in our generation? Like, I feel like our the kids born in the seventies and grew up in the seventies and eighties, comic books were the were huge. I think they're still they're reading them. They're not. My son just spent sixty dollars on a goddamn Legends of Korra specialized set. Okay, it's not. (laughs) That's what I was. That was my question. Are your kids and their friends like? Are there is their generation consuming it? It looks different than uh, they're not hanging out at the comic book store. Everything's online. They order online and bring it to them. But they're still reading the stories. My son did a lot of reading on his phone. Yeah. I'm not sure how healthy the industry is. Right. Because, I mean, they're they're like in transition. Uh, There's the old models don't work anymore, I don't think. Because I think like the, I mean, there's still the dedicated nerd fan base of, uh, people who show up every week at the comic shop and buy their things, but uh, but is that getting old? Is that audience getting older? I wonder. And so, like, oh yeah, this whole yeah. this whole feeling of creating these movies based on your favorite childhood heroes will will peter out because we will all be old people, and it we- won't peter. <laughs> it'll shift because it'll be the heroes that these kids have. Yeah, so yeah. It and will. It will yeah. always. And then, and then too, also a lot of the a lot of stuff that's coming out unless someone sets you like oh this is based on a graphic novel this is yeah. based on a book most people won't know that it's an actual comic book movie they're just like oh this is an awesome action movie or yeah. awesome yeah. drama or something yeah i guess so that's to a, them that's a good point yeah yeah so that's like the physical store may not be and i don't think you're gonna have a lot of comic book houses uh, the physical stores aren't going to stand. But that's everywhere, right? How many physical stores uh, are standing, and how much online shopping yeah. are we consuming as a nation, as a people? Speaking One. of that, yeah, sorry, go it's twenty twenty one. We, you know, and we already were online shopping, and then we went to a pandemic, and right. we really, are, we we are now. Yeah. If you weren't trustworthy of online shopping before, you'd have figured it out now. <laughs> Even grandma's Instacart and her groceries. So I think. You have to remember, there's content being created for this generation. It's just not what we know. Some of it's what we know. Some of it is different storylines, not based on the main, but generations after. Um, it's just going to look different. But it, our our parents watch different things than we watch. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I'm thinking. There like, was no Avenger movie for our parents. Well, and that's they had yeah. Lou Ferrigno for goodness sake. Come that, on. Y'all. Oh, you're right. Yeah, that's true. And they had yeah, and they had the shitty Captain America movie. From the forties yeah. to the fifties, yeah, which is why this felt like like I ended my review of this movie like, enjoy this, nerds. We have reached the promised land. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like holy shit, these movies work, and like there's been so much desire for that through mm-hmm. all those shitty old movies, yeah. all the like the shitty Roger Corman Fantastic Four, the um, uh, you know Captain America and his bike helmet from the seventies, and, and 
furry coat Thor from Lou Ferrigno movies. I guess as long as people are writing stuff and people are still making new things, we'll always have yeah. kick-ass stuff to watch. Yeah, and uh, I think... I think Marvel makes enough that they and Disney makes enough yeah. that yeah. I think they can support the basically the movie storyboard industry, which is mm-hmm. what well, comic books often are. Well, and I wonder if you can just keep doing the. I mean, you know, like we've talked about how many times have they retold the origin stories of all these comics in the comics? They can do that, you know, with a new generation of Captain America. Another Listen, Iron the multiverse, Man, another, yeah. Oh, the There's the multiverse. Thing, yeah, yep. That's that's going to be their way to reboot the old characters if they want to. Because yep. they can just say, all right, uh, we saw that world. Here's a different world where everyone kind of showed it, rose up a little differently. Yeah, yeah. that's how and, we got Miles Morales. It, you know, yeah, yeah. It, it was a, it was a the, shift. Yeah, and they're still making younger characters. They made the Young Avengers. They made, yep. like, the Runaways. There's a lot yeah, of uh, right. uh, new blood sort of characters being created all the time. I feel like So Art don't you worry, Joe. Art Star mentions an, another show that I didn't know existed <laughs> every week. That I'm like, oh, that yeah. existed? And Art Star's got a good point about that whole thing. Like, you'd be surprised at things that are from a graphic novel that you don't know. Yep. Like, I didn't know The Boys was a comic book until you guys told me. Like, uh-huh. half the things you watch on TV that's action is based on something. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. All right. Great. That's a great way to start. And we could actually probably just end this episode here if we wanted to, but. <laughs> Nerds roll. Excelsior. 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 <laughs> My glasses are broken. My pocket is protected. Hey. About the president no more But evidently they don't see we in the streets still poor Still more incarceration of my kinsmen by the prisons And people thinking this election to end in racism Proud of a pessimism, glad to see Obama But don't expect me not to speak out when I still see problems The Nerd School Podcast Nerd School is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network Powered by Ortho Carolina. Now offering video visits so you can take control of your orthopedic care from the comfort of your home. Schedule online at orthocarolina.com. Ortho Carolina, you improved.